Megan Hicks of I Run Far, and it's the week of the 2017 Western States 100. I'm with 2015 champion Western States Magda Boulay. Hi, Megan. <laughs> I'm kind of um, I'm kind of up in your hood right now. We're here at the North Star Resort, which I'm learning is has been a long time altitude training home for you. Right, I'm very lucky to, you know, to call this my second home. We have friends here that uh, own a little condo, and I've been coming here probably since, uh, I want to say, like 2002, uh, every year. Uh, I, you know, I used to come out here when I trained full-time as a marathoner for about one month at a time. Okay. But now, you know, a week will do. <laughs> yeah, so this is the week before Western States. We're about four days out now. Are you here on vacation with your family this week and trying to trying to put in a little bit of altitude training? Well, no, not really, not altitude training. I think it's just mostly just, uh, you know, just being in, in Tahoe, being in the environment, kind of, ex, you know, being exposed to, you know, to heat, just uh, versus doing heat training uh, back at home. And, uh, you know, it's nice to just get away and not have to clean your house, you know, <laughs> and uh, send Owen to school and have all the responsibilities. Uh, I'm lucky enough to, to work from here, uh, so Gu uh, is, you know, um, a great, great uh, employer and uh, allows me to, you know, to spend this week working from far away. So you've got Richie, you've got Owen, and you've got your laptop and your phone, and you're just trying to take in the heat and the little bit of altitude here and taper away? Yeah, and try to get a little bit more sleep. I think sleep is <laughs> yeah. just key. You know, it's something that I always struggle with when, you know, when you work full-time and try to put a... Uh, you know, a lot of miles and, you know, be a parent and just try to keep up with life. So this really allows me to, to go to bed early and sleep in a little bit longer. I don't, now that I don't do a lot of training in the morning, uh, I'm waiting, you know, for the middle of the day when it's nice and warm. Uh, I get to sleep in till, you know, till seven or eight, which is heaven. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a mom, mom speak there. <laughs> I know. I don't have to look at 4.50 or 5 o'clock <laughs> on the clock, so. I did not see that number on the clock this morning. Yep. It's, uh, it's nice. I could get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody would like to sponsor Magda's full-time career here at North Star, right? <laughs> I've considered moving here in the past. <laughs> it's not a bad life. Uh, I don't want to get used to it. So let's talk about your lead up to this race. We last saw you a couple months ago when you tied for second with Casey Licktide at the Lake Sonoma 50 mile. Um, but social media says you've been really busy in the last couple of months. Can you talk about some of the adventures you've been up to and where you've crammed in um, some training around life and yeah, so after, you know, after Lake Sonoma, which the goal there was really to, you know, to get the golden ticket and uh, just running with Casey the whole time was uh, so fun. So uh, after, you know, after getting the golden ticket, finally, you know, I was able to breathe a little bit and say, all right, I'm actually in the race because after <laughs> that point, I really didn't know. You like just maybe. never know. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, as my recovery uh, week uh, post uh, Lake Sonoma, I uh, went to climb the highest volcano in South America, which was a blast. Uh, you know, it's kind of my um, second hobby. I love getting to high points <laughs> of a mountain. How uh, high are we talking on this one? Uh, 18,000 feet, okay. which was uh, my first uh, 18, 18er. Um, 18er. 18er. <laughs> 14er. Uh, 
before that, you know, Mount Shasta and Mount Whitney have okay. been my highest. And uh, I've, I have this itch to, you know, to, and a dream to do Mount uh, Aconcagua. Okay. That's been on my list for a couple decades, mm -hmm. you know, ever since college. And I hope to, you know, to, to do a 20 next and then uh, 22.8 is Aconcagua. So kind of taking steps, uh, uh, I'm into the non-technical, I don't have climbing experience and, you know, heavy duty mountaineering, but uh, this definitely was a little bit outside of my uh, comfort zone. Uh, uh, Pico de Orizaba is the peak in, uh, in Mexico and, you know, you have to be roped in. You, you do have to, you know, you do have to be very careful mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, and it was fun. That was, uh, that was a blast. So it was a great experience. And I've never been to 80,000 feet, so <laughs> kind of just dealing with altitude yeah. and knowing How'd what that How'd that actually is. feel? Uh, you know, when we arrived at base camp uh, two days before we actually summited, you know, I had headaches. I had, you know, stayed hydrated. I tried to go for a run. And <laughs> How'd that go? <laughs> it was great because from the hut, I took this fire road, you know, about, you know, you know, 15, 20 minutes down. I'm like, oh, this actually doesn't feel that bad. And then I turn around <laughs> and that hurt. <laughs> that hurt a lot. Uh, so that was a new experience running like at 16,000 feet. So a lot of, a, a lot of good experiences. You know, went to uh, went to Idaho, spent uh, uh, a great weekend in the Satwit Mountains for you know for uh, for a wedding. So it's it's been it's been good and a lot of uh, Mount Diablo training. Okay. And that you know that is kind of my key to you know a successful and confident Western states. I um, kind of have a hate love relationship with Mount Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> it's really beautiful in the winter time when it's nice and cool and green but you get the most benefit to actually running Mount Diablo during the summertime when it's miserable and hot and dry <laughs> so kind of getting comfortable with uh, with those summits uh, was key between Lake Sonoma and Western States and maybe I'm not sure if I heard from your social media or somebody else were you doing multiple laps on Diablo a couple times yeah, so uh, last, uh, last year, you know, my go-to was just up and down. Uh, this year I did a double, okay. so not, not two multiple, just okay. two. Uh, but, you know, that's a 30-mile that's a round trip. It's about seven to eight miles, um, depending where you start from, to the top. Okay. And, um, yeah, so it's, you know, a good solid 30-mile run. And, you know, half of it is, you know, pounding. Uh, downhills yeah, yeah. so you know for every uphill there is a downhill <laughs> <laughs> which actually is pretty key here at western states a, a race that has more net downhill than uphill right right so hopefully I, i've done enough of it so western states you're the 2015 champ last year was a sort of a no-go year for you you brought sickness with you and you're unable to see the race through you don't seem to me like somebody who thinks about life in the context of wanting do-overs. You seem like a person who's take this, move forward. Is that sort of where you are with this race this year? It's a really good question. I've really struggled uh, with that. Uh, I don't know how to answer that, but... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, that's okay. Um, let's put it this way. I'm not 20 years old where I can... <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's be honest. Um, I still want to do races, you know, elsewhere where I'm competitive. Yep. So the bucket list, you know, is uh, is full, and there are a lot. Being a really young trail runner, an ultra runner, um, I haven't really experienced a lot of different races. So, you know, I, you know, leading up to this year's race. Um, you know, if things maybe turned out differently last year, you know, maybe I would have been doing something else. Yeah. But it's Western States, so it's that struggle, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I really, really don't want to miss out on, you know, on being a part of uh, okay. this special race. So, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds, but okay. <laughs> one step at a time. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the women's competition here because this is the most competitive both breadth and depth that I've seen yeah. in my time here watching Western States. To me there's something symbolic there about women's sports and what's happening in trail and ultra running with women right now. Do you have any thoughts on thoughts on what, how Western States is sort of occupying that space and your involvement with it this year? Well, I think, you know, the field, like you said, is the most competitive that I've seen. And that is exciting. Yeah. That, that brings the competition level to, you know, just to the next level. The fact that so many women want to be in the middle of it and want to, you know, um, participate in this race is amazing. Um, <clears throat> This race obviously has a lot of history, but you know it's a prestigious, you know, accomplishment to to win this race. And anytime you know you have an opportunity to go for it, why not? <laughs> uh, and also, just in general, like in in ultra running, you know, there are a lot more competitive women these days. A lot of you know women uh, coming you know coming up from marathons and. Uh, and roads uh, into trail running and finding you know a lot of uh, um, a lot of good things about trail running that they maybe haven't seen in a while in road racing uh, and you know this is the reason why I stepped yeah. into this world so um, the more depth we, we have the better it is for the sport uh, competition is great uh, and there's no shortage of it this uh, this year and and, you know, I have a feeling that this is kind of just the beginning of uh, competitive years uh, at Western States. Mm -hmm. When I think of you as a so the competitive road running background that you brought to trail running, like you're kind of a person who I think um, up and coming trail women look at and try to sort of emulate and respect. Like what? I'm guessing that there are women who are here at Western States because they've seen you compete the last couple of years and they've wanted to, you know, compete against you, compete with you. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that there's a lot of women who are going to be looking to you this weekend as sort of a, a female power symbol. Women's athletics or women's trail running right now is, is a, in kind of a, a really cool but also tenuous place. Like, being a an icon of women in trail running like going out doing this is a really long-winded question yeah. <laughs> going out and doing 100 miles which is just a really it's a difficult thing yeah. to see from start to finish like women are going to be looking at you this weekend like does that bear any any that fires me up okay <laughs> it totally does i'm really sorry I that don't. was poorly asked no to <laughs> no that's actually a lot of good content and it totally fires me up it's what keeps me going you know it 
I've been in a in in a running um, uh, scene for you know for a while, and probably what breaks my heart the most is when I see track and field and road uh, athletes kind of just hit a plateau and just stop running. Mm. Uh, that breaks my heart. There's always running after running at yeah. a different level in a different sense. Um, even if it's not competitive, but uh, I hope that you know the people that do kind of hit their you know plateau in road running do consider trying different things because come on over, ladies, come on over. <laughs> it's incredibly beautiful <laughs> and challenging, and you know that is why we get into you know competition because it's challenging mm. and you you want to challenge yourself, right? But also for you know for the newbies that you know sometimes don't even get on trails, you know, pound a lot of miles on, uh, you know, on roads. Uh, trail running is a, an incredible opportunity to mm. experience the world. So there's room for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> room for you girls, ladies. Excuse me. Absolutely. Last question for you. Western States is 100.2 miles. 100 miles is just a long, hard way. Like running 50 miles is hard, running 100K is hard. Like there is, a, there is elemental suffering that's part of doing 100 miles. Why are you drawn to this? <laughs> uh, what a great question. I'm actually uh, writing, writing a little blog today uh, about just, you know, you know, why Western States and kind of mentally preparing, you know, for this game. But... You know, I'm definitely drawn to to the challenges. Like I said, I you know I'm a, the type of a person that as soon as I get comfortable, I look for ways to get uncomfortable. Okay, it's what helps me grow and what keeps me keeps me going in life. Like I think life would be extremely boring if I just got really comfortable doing one thing. Um, and you know, I think every every hundred mile race has its challenges, and this one. In particular, this year is uh, is really unique uh, with you know with the snow in the beginning of the race. You know, I just went up uh, uh, you know um, uh, squat the first like four or five miles a uh, couple days ago, and yeah, we were deep in the snow in the ankle, like deep in the okay. snow. There's gonna there's no way it's going to melt. <laughs> okay, I don't know what everyone says. It's not. 100 degrees up there. It's nice and comfortable. So the start is going to, um, it's going to be comfortable in a way that it's not going to be probably too hot because um, there's going to be some snow left. But it's going to be challenging because if you haven't really practiced running in slushy snow, get get ready for it. And then you're going to enter this, you know, extreme heat because anytime there is more water, there's going to be more heat and humidity <laughs> so very extreme uh, challenges and factors to the race uh, someone told me the other day it's a uh, ice and fire type of a race yeah yeah I was just gonna say that so mm -hmm. ice and fire year yep well best of luck to you and I hope you can at least enjoy that feeling of being uncomfortable and challenging yourself thank you we'll do see you out there